You're listening to Around Comics, episode 211. Brought to you by InStockTrades.com and Devil May Cry from Funimation. Yes! Welcome to another episode of Around yeah. Comics. Problem free. I, <laughs> no problems. I, recording this. It's been a while. It's been. A, give me a break, Tom. Uh, although it was just the same when I used to do it before. So. Yeah. Uh, a segment called Ball Buster. <laughs> in case, <laughs> in case uh, you're wondering where Chris is, he's not here. He's dead. Uh, this is Sal. I took over the show. Yeah. Uh, we Tom, voted Chris out. I'm. J- like Survivor, it he's was. off the island. Your texts and phone calls have made the decision, <laughs> decision for yeah. us. We had a tribal meeting and uh, Norton put out Chris's fire, <laughs> but he pissed on him. You were off. Was the thing that was. You were off. The, we're you doing this off old island. school. <laughs> you are off the island. You're banished. <laughs> it's Friday night. Uh, we're in a comic shop again. Uh, which comic shop you asked, Tom? Uh, Dark Tower Comics. And collectibles <laughs> located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. Uh, this episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com, which offers a huge selection of the collected editions you oh, need. Oh, yeah. All we of them. You need some collected editions. Really... It's your source for the trade of paperbacks, I need trade them. paperbacks, need. deluxe hardcovers, <laughs> essentials, <laughs> showcase, archives, showcase, absolute editions, Give them to me. Abs- omnibus editions, and more. All it. it. All at great discounted prices. Too. If, you, if you like it enough, you can buy it in a hardcover, soft cover, double hardcover. I want this <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. Laminated. Remember that all orders over fifty dollars ship for free. Uh, like I said, I'm Sal. Tom. Hey, we're with uh, Mike Norton. Yeah, and Hank. Don't say Hello. goddamn word, Hank. You can talk. Yay! That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Quiet. Um, <laughs> we'll get well, another can sandwich. I have to raise my hand? We have absolutely nothing really planned for this episode. Yeah. Uh, we're just we're all talked out. We're all, yeah, we, we are. Uh, we talked a lot before the show started. We figured out RIP. <laughs> we, we, we fucking lost it. We lost the recording. <laughs> we cracked the code. We cracked the Da Vinci code. We figured it all out. Yeah. We figured it out. Graham Morrison was here. He showed up. We interviewed him, but uh, it's it's gone. We lost it. A cloud of brimstone just <laughs> appeared. We could, we had a seance, and he showed up. Are you studying magic? <laughs> God. Wow. Magic. I thought. Uh, awesome. Actually, Tom thought maybe we would uh, we would just kind of start things off by reading some emails. I put out the word on yeah all of our various uh, social networking devices. And got a bunch of emails and Friendster, so MySpace, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. Whatever you got. Twitter. Uh, Do you study magic? <laughs> Our first one is from Chris Neesman. And really? he says, hey, guys, what oh, are you doing? God. Please no, don't I'm just kidding. The show. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about magic. Uh, let's see. Our first email is from Patrick O'Brien. 
Hello. And Patrick Patty? said, that's a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any good Irish comics? No, well, his email is, well, I won't give out his email, but. Uh, he said, hey guys, big fan of the show, listen to it all the time. I will try to be brief as this may be the most inconsequential email you have ever received. Nah, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, it. there's no way this is going to be. Especially not Mike, because he's on the crankcast and yeah. they received some pretty inconsequential. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> Uh, I caught an episode of The Simpsons where a rival comic book store opens in Springfield. Very funny episode, especially the comparison of a good shop and a bad shop. In the episode during a creator signing session being held at the new store with hilarious cameos by Wait, Art... Wait, just explain the plot of The Simpsons to us? Basically. <laughs> with hilarious cameos by Art Spiegelman. Uh, this oh, I've is heard of this. Alan Moore, yeah. I've seen that. Uh, he, he actually puts quotes in from each of these characters. This is where Batman keeps his money in case he needs to ride the bus. Uh, Alan Moore... You like it when I turned radioactive man into a heroin addicted jazz critic who wasn't radioactive. Oh, he's putting lines from the show. Yeah, yeah. The, the old shop I think it was also recited. Uh, the, the old shop owner bursts in and attempts to, to be funny. In an attempt to win back his customers, <laughs> proclaims, "Now on sale at my store, ninja weapons." Are you awesome. guys? Are you, are you guys writing The Simpsons on the side or something? Is the pain uh, the pairing of ninja weapons and comics more widespread than anyone had awesome. guessed? I thought the coincidence was pretty hilarious. Unfortunately, the chucks were not red, white, and blue. Keep up the good work, another guys. Another ninja three, the domination <laughs> reference. Patrick from Vancouver, how, British Columbia. How prevalent do you think the ninja weapon comics crossover is in America? I well, I've already said that that's where I used to buy my yeah. comics was a martial arts store. I would say today probably not nearly as the much. 80s, as it, in the eighties, the eighties, they went together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> but you cannot go to a comic book convention without a sword vendor. You so I mean, right several there, sword several vendor. sword vendors. I think yeah. they yeah they frown on the ninja stars now because. Nobody even knows. It's uh, like you see somebody coming at you with a sword at a convention. You got some warning. You got a little warning. A star in their yeah. Neck. Maybe if you're not. It's uh, kind of hard to prove that. They might see if you're not any good with that sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, but I think definitely in the, in the 80s, I mean, it was just a cultural. Well. If I ever get my first episode of the Overkill show, I will go into ah, the, 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 the cultural significance of, of ninja weapons. There are so the... many useless ninja weapons. It's just it's a world. It's all this world of fantasy. It all yes. goes together, like living Have you seen in another the hook swords. They got no. I don't understand the purpose of the hook swords. It's probably to gut. It's someone. a sword with a hook on it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe if you're fishing. That was so cool when I was a kid, but there's no practical <laughs> use for it. I saw, I'm sure somebody sent seen me, a, like a Jackie Chan movie or something. They've had that stuff. Somebody sent me a, a video for a knife that it, it was called a injecting ejector knife. Oh, the wasp knife. Oh, my knife. God. Wasp knife? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen that. The well, blade is... breaks off or something? No, no. It, no, no, it, no, like, no. Oh, that's injects... even more diabolical. He's inventing oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> He, it, trademark, trademark, trademark. No, it's like you you stick. Well, they did a video. They had a video yeah. and yeah. It, like sticks it in a watermelon and hits the button and like CO two explodes the watermelon. That's terrible. And I was just like, what the? F it's for what us. the hell? It's for divers, divers for shark yeah. attacks. Oh. Well, you might, but, you but might then, as well just, you know, just walking down the street <laughs> yeah. exploding people. Exactly. I mean, if you're gonna go to that trouble, just shoot them. <laughs> like. <laughs> stabbing people and and blowing them. I don't know what's going to damage it. It's would... a surprise though that with the the prevalence of ninja uh, stuff and comics in the eighties that the badger wasn't just like a runaway hit. 
Because you would that would have been a perfect. Where do you think I know about the hook sword? <laughs> <laughs> in the three sectional staff. Yeah, it is from the badger. You are, or right. this, you are correct, sir. The, the, the uh, meticulously laid out uh, choreographed fighting scenes. That, that, that series lasted for like sixty five <laughs> issues, yeah. man. Don't say I mean, for an independent book. Man, obviously, the successful. ninja thing was working for it. It didn't mess up. Perfect time. It struck at the perfect time. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next email is from Jeff Peterman. Hello. Uh, oh no, I'm Peterman. sorry. That's uh, that's a different email. That, never mind. He did email Jake us, but that's not. He's for... like, please, please do not stop. read emails. Uh, he emailed us about uh, the the hero donation raffle thingy. And, okay. But oh, which by the way, I don't know if uh, everybody knows or not, but Mike Norton uh, was kind enough to donate a page from Trinity. Did you guys pick which one you wanted? Um, I gave him two choices. Yeah, I, well, I told him the one I liked. The okay. second one right. I thought was awesome. But, the sandwich-making scene. Um, yeah. well. that we're <laughs> we're going to raffle off in case... Uh, we'll talk about the Hero Initiative later, but um, we're doing a, a raffle thing on that and, and then some other stuff that we're going to give away if you give a donation to the Hero now until, I think, the 19th or something of Do December. It. Well, every time I see Jerry Ordway ink a sandwich, I always think that's an Earth 2 sandwich. <laughs> well, yeah. it probably is. <laughs> In his mind, this is Earth. He's he's always he's constantly thinking on Earth too. And Earth too, it's they're called hoagies (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) This one is from uh, G Dog or Garrett. Uh, He said uh, things to talk about. Essential Uh Showcase presents and archive editions. The black and white phone book is my favorite comic format. Talk about the good, bad, and upcoming collections. So far, my favorite collections have been Showcase presents Booster Gold. An Essential Amazing Spider-Man Volume 7, Justice League Unlimited. Oh, that's a separate part. Then he says, uh, you could also, uh, you guys have talked about, talked about the show Justice League Unlimited, but never really went into detail. I love the series and more people need to see it. But I, uh, the, the first one. The TV show or the comic? Uh, the TV show, I believe he's talking Dude, about. Talk- awesome. yeah. So Essential Showcases, I haven't really read that many uh, of those yet. The I have a stack I, of them. Yeah, but I haven't read any. The horror ones and the uh, war ones are really surprisingly good. You like, said the Jonah Hex. The Jonah Hex one and the Unknown Soldier are both fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You could read those. They're very, God, they're not cheesy. I know a lot of people pick up. I mean, you pick up Super uh, Showcase Presents Superman Volume 1, and he's got shit like his head's turning into a lion's head. Yeah. And, like, he spends every issue just trying to teach Lois a lesson. Yeah, and, I'm and, a little tired of that. Yeah, but uh, the uh, Showcase, like, Sergeant Rock, yeah. Showcase Unknown Soldier, House of Mystery, uh, Jonah Hex are really, really good and completely readable with today's taste. I have in a mind. bunch of them. Especially Unknown Soldier. That might be my favorite, my favorite one. I thought that was... Very, very well done. And the art in them is great because the, those books are almost like the horror books. You don't lose anything. I think when you lose the right. bad coloring, I'm I kind of like seeing the black and white line, line art. Just being an, uh, a penciler myself, I just like to see. You know, sometimes the coloring gets in the way. But uh, I, I haven't read a whole. I, I seriously have tons of them. I haven't really read a lot of them. I, I've practically got the Metamorpho one memorized. Yeah, but I don't yeah. have the. I haven't read uh, like I've got the booster goal one, but I haven't read it. Most of it's stuff that I used to have issues for, but would rather have these little collected things. You know, space saving. You don't feel bad about tossing them around or like, I mean, they're just black and white. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You know, exactly. like great for the bathroom on the train. Yeah, great. <laughs> very <the> absorbent. <laughs> very absorbent. If you're in, in trouble, I, I have a stack of them. I, I keep buying them, and I mean, there's just so much. I mean. It, I don't know how many issues in the average. I, think I gave essential. you guys more. 
you gave, gave me, me Adam yeah. Strange one, and okay. you gave yeah. me Sur- a Sergeant Rocklin, okay. which I did start reading that, and the art is just unbelievable yeah. in that one. Yeah, I'm Hubert. surprised by even like reading the Showcase Splash uh, book, which I, I read for my podcast, Tom vs. the Flash. That uh, Bing. That um, where's the bell? Yeah, oh, man, no Mr. Bell. Plug. Mr. Plug. Uh, there is. <laughs> it's interesting. The, you do lose a little bit because all the Flash characters are so brightly colored and right, it's all so right. technical. But it's also really weird. You occasionally get a panel where you just see the line art and you're just like, oh, that's like a really brooding, like, uh, me- uh, like uh, melancholy panel. You right. know, where it's like very, like it's Barry Allen, like turned to a shadow in most of his face. But you wouldn't notice it because everything would, the background would be painted like <laughs> neon yellow and like he'd be wearing a bright red bow tie. But when you just see it in black and white, you're like, oh, that's... he was depressed. Or like, yeah, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of dark in that uh, in that panel that's drawn there. So it's it, interesting. If you like line art, sometimes it can be just interesting to. And as far as bang for your buck, man, I mean, you get a lot yeah. of stories in, in uh, yeah. you know, what are, what are those things run for now? I don't even know. 15? 15. You can get them for yeah. cheap. It's yeah, you can on, get them yeah. online too. For in stock it. trades. I get the Power Man ones and the Iron. Well, I've only got one Iron Fist volume though. I love the Howard yeah, the Duck Essential. I bought the. Uh, the really, they got a Howard Duck Essential? I the, should get one of those. I have the old issues, but I'd the like the Gene Colan stuff in black and white. I bought the Omnibus. It's dope. Dope. Yeah, I could. I would imagine Doctor Bomb. Yeah, Doctor. It looks beautiful. In black and white. <laughs> I like them. Some people. Some people just refuse to read stuff in black and white if it was in color. My wife refuses to watch any movies in black and white. Really? Yeah. Like any? Any. She hates black and white movies. Wow. And I love them. So. Even Casablanca? Uh, I, I doubt that she's ever seen like it. Casablanca? I don't think she's ever. The only black and white movie that I know for sure she's seen all the way through is, is Rebel Without a Cause. Huh? Really? Because I was watching it one night and she started watching it with me and she couldn't oh. stop watching it. But what about she Yellow will not watch. No, it's black and white, dude. It doesn't matter. She won't. It, it could be a brand new movie in no black TV and white, and she won't watch it. Huh. I don't know. She's, she's got, got issues. Just tell me about That's it. I'm married to her. All next right. question. Next one is from... Magic. Oh, well, uh, his second part was the Justice League Unlimited. I think Ri- we've talked about it. Yeah, a little bit. Chris has seen all those. I haven't I haven't watched them. So I'm, I've heard, I keep hearing them. I'm on DVD. Things. Excellent investment. I recommend it. I, I almost went out the other day and bought uh, the first one on Blu-ray. I just love it. The voice acting alone is, is pretty it good? amazing. Yeah. yeah. I got to go. There's no Blue Beetle in it. But. <laughs> yeah, got a Dwayne, no. Mc, Dwayne McDuffie writes a lot of that, doesn't he? He did. There's, There's a good Booster on the Gold DVDs. Episode. Yes, uh, Booster Gold. Uh, the DVDs actually have interviews with Dwayne McDuffie and um, um, Meltzer. Who's the guy? The other guy, Ellen Burnett. Tim and Mark Hamill's interviewing them. Nice. So. Mark Hamill does the voice of the trickster in the Flash Rogues episode. <laughs> That's good. He was a trickster in the old Flash. Flash. Yeah, exactly. I would rather hear him talking (laughs) than actually see him in that spandex again. Oh, buddy. Uh, uh, Cup. I know a lot of people. The whole Flash TV show, you didn't like that? It wasn't so much the Flash. It was like, in their effort to not make the villains look stupid, they made them look even stupider than than they were. I didn't like how it looked like... Because it came obviously it came out right after Batman. It looked like a Tim Burton. Right. It was right. it was Batman. It was almost yeah, like yeah. there was a Batman show that Tim Burton made, and they just wiped off Batman oh, on all the, the title neon. and just put Flash there. <laughs> all like the neon stuff on the street, like yeah. on the street. And it's and like the, they just the, took an old Batman costume and spray painted yeah. it red. Because it's seriously no it question, was muscle yeah. suit. crazy yeah. influenced by that. 
I didn't mind. The I haven't seen it right since it was on Danny originally. So, score. Yep. Yeah, yeah well, that's nuts, right. Man. I just thought the villains were kind of like, you know, say like he fought a man. biker in a two. Yeah. I mean, like, in the first one, it's a biker. Yeah, Flash versus a biker. But it's like, listen, <laughs> okay, we're gonna have Captain Cold in this episode, but. A dude in a blue and white parka sucks. Guess what? We're going to throw him in a sweet duster. Dusters were big, man. <laughs> but looking back now, Dusters it's just are like, sweet, oh, that's too. Not any, that's worse than yeah. swag. Dusters, <laughs> never a good idea. Unless you're a cowboy. A real cowboy. We're going to throw Captain Cold in a duster. I don't think they actually called him Captain Cold either, which I thought was... Was it Cowboy Cold? <laughs> 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 I, I, in the Flash Companion from Tomorrow's, which is a really good book, they have a big section about that uh, TV show and how the writers really wanted to make the rogues like the rogues, but right. they couldn't convince like the TV people that you could do that. So they mm-hmm. constantly... The closest they got was the trickster. Was Howard Shaken on there? Because he wrote, the, wrote for that. Yeah, show. he was yeah. one of the people they interviewed, yeah. and yeah. they were there talked about, we really wanted to make, you know... Captain Cold, Captain or the Mirror Master, Mirror Master, but we could not convince them that you could get away with Why doing that. Why would they just let them do Trickster then? The most irrelevant. <laughs> it was at the towards the end yeah. when they were just like, oh, fuck. oh, he had nothing to lose. <laughs> Hell with it. I'll just have him dress it. That those are Mark Hamill's clothes. <laughs> oh, he just had that. He just showed up to the, the rehearsal to like that. The, They're like, wow, whoa. I didn't know he was going that crazy. We're <laughs> ragging on Mark Hamill now. Uh, next one is from Whatever. Drake Dangers. This this is probably a fake. That's name. a real name. Oh yeah, Patrick. Uh, not a real name. This is this is the real, real. thing. Drake, Drake Dangers from the forum here. Love the show. Love the forum. Keep up the good work. Have you guys uh, read any Jonathan Hickman's image work? If so, what do you think of it all? Oh Lord, here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean that's perfect. Uh, you There's wanted to, things I want to talk about. You wanted to talk about. I, uh, I really liked the nightly news. Yes, uh, I enjoyed it. Quite I, I a liked. Bit. The, I liked that. Too. Uh, I'm enjoying Red Master Mars. I didn't like Transhuman. I didn't think it was a comic book story. I thought it it wasn't like sequential. Right. It was just sort it of was... like. Pictures of people talking. Yeah, it was hard to uh, kind of fathom it. And I just finished reaching reading Pax Romana, which is funny because the part of the episode we lost the majority of it was (laughs) the lost episode. Lost part of this episode. I just finished reading Pax Romana, which I really enjoyed. And if you haven't read it, it's an alternate universe tale about um the Vatican decides to go back in time to make sure that Catholicism is like the dominant religion. Uh, They send back a bunch of soldiers. With a cardinal, the soldiers revolt and kill the cardinal, and decide we're going to remake the world, like in our perfect, like egalitarian image, and things start to fall apart. The one bad thing about the book, even though it's a great idea, um, and like I said before, it's going to seem like a big slight, but it actually is something I need to. It's like a really nicely drawn role-playing game source book, and that like it's a really the nice monster world. manual. <laughs> yeah, it's like a nice world. And, like, you could have a lot of fun with the character in it, but right now there isn't a character in it. It's just It's more world. informational about the... Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, like a big setup. Transcript. Like, I thought it was really interesting, the first issue, where they had a lot of conversations done by transcript, because I'm like, oh, you know, if you're trying to set something up, maybe this is a pretty good way of doing it, like, just jamming a bunch of info. I don't like it when they do that in any comic. Yeah, and then by the time I got to the fourth one, I was like, I kind of want to see people's faces... Like when the, they're talking. The only yeah. time I ever really liked the use of that device was in um, 
the old Hunter Rose Grendel, the original Grendel mm. series, okay. mm-hmm. where they, because the whole story is told after Hunter Rose is dead. Right. So it's it's basically all transcripts from Christine Spar's book. Yeah. So they have a transcript of him talking to Argent, Argent the werewolf. Yeah. And it's uh, like a phone conversation that they dug up. That was just like one page of that. And that was interesting just because it seemed very yeah. like you were doing research, which is essentially what the book was. Yeah. But I don't really like it whenever I, because I think lose Bendis character. does it a lot. Bendis, I've seen him do that. So. Well, Bendis finds any way to, kind of, to not. Kind of stuff. And I'm not a big fan of when I see transcripts in my comics because that's that it's a visual medium i mean it's a script page that wasn't right or you lose character stuff like you don't there's something to be gained by seeing yeah characters talking in a well-drawn comic their faces will also tell parts of the story and that's not necessarily something you can skip all the time to just get information across and i kind of felt like this last issue by the end i was hoping i hope we get a character that you can follow through with, but it would just ended up being like a map with like a transcript before it, and I was kind of mm. like, ah, you know, it's cool, and I hope he gets back to it because I think it's an interesting place to <clears throat> set stories. Well, it's hard to connect to a story without some character or something to attach yourself to it's and little, sort of it's really dis- care about. It's really design heavy, and it's really pretty, but sometimes it, you, you just there's nothing to no characters to follow around in the story really. It just and, seems, and, like you were saying before, when we were talking about this, is you know you were hoping that he gets back to it and yeah. does something more with that world that he's created because the world is awesome. It's yeah. great. There's all kinds of possibilities for what you could do with it. You drop some. Maybe I'll roll up a character. Do it and play in that play in Crystal that world. I'm someone who practices magic. <laughs> I'm a magic uh, user. So far, I've only read the nightly news, uh, yeah. which I liked. Um, <clears throat> the rest of his stuff, I've sort of been waiting on the trade on all of it, uh, and I just haven't gotten to any of it because Red Master Mars is really good. Is it? I think, but I, I think part of it too is that he's not drawing it. Yeah. So I don't know if it helps that the characters being more clear and what's going on. He's also writing Secret Warriors. I wonder if writing something like that will maybe draw it out a little bit more. Well, they have him doing a lot. Well, I yeah, think he's got coming down the I road mean, I think he's time. a good writer and he has great ideas and stuff, but yeah, it, like his experimental sort of graphic design slash comic book art is cool, but it is not, I don't think it's the, the best fit for also his very sort of complex ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you mix the two, you have very complex ideas, but you don't have very clear illustrations to go with it yeah. uh, because his, illustra- his illustration style is sort of um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how Mike how would you maybe explain his style it, it, it's very graphic design yeah yeah it's, it's just it's not even <clears throat> I I honestly haven't read any of his books so I can't qual- uh, speak of the quality of them but I can say that I haven't been attracted to them. I I haven't been interested in reading them just because of the way they are presented like that. I yeah. I personally prefer to read narrative comics, and these do not seem like narrative comics. They I mean, 
and the, you know I could see people on the other side saying, well, you just don't want to be challenged and stuff right. like that. And part of me is like, yeah, you're right. I don't. I want to <laughs> read the book. I don't want to yeah. have to get my decoder ring out to figure out how to yeah, read the book. Right. Um, that being said, the design's beautiful. Yeah. You know, oh I yeah, the, he's very good I at what he does. I had the same problem. I had the same problem with Brian Wood's early work. Like a Channel Zero right. stuff, where everything Very looks like a heavy. like yeah. a band flyer. Yeah, you know? it's not. Uh, there's it's a not story conducive. there, it's not but you kind of have to figure it out. Right. Um, I mean, the stuff he does now is so much better, and I'm I'm sure he probably would say that too. Because, but it's been like ten years he's been writing. Yeah, so. sure. Uh, Hickman's stuff, I think he's a great designer. I don't know if it necessarily works with the stories, you know, and that. This is obviously this is coming from somebody that hasn't read the book, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'll pick that up and I'll go. Think, oh my god, this is the new way to do stuff. Well, I think they do in some sense, but I think it, it's it makes it harder because of the the style. Yeah, you get a lot of info. Yeah. You get a ton of info presented in an interesting way. But I don't know if you get a ton of like character at the same yeah. time. You're just it's like this overload of like maps and transcripts. So you hear that, Jonathan? If you're listening, work on the character a little bit. Yeah, come back for another text from Yeah, please. All right. I like. I like. I mean, I still recommend it. I think it's very well done. I just, I, I walked away thinking I wish there was, like, it's like when I very clear. It's like Hellboy. You know, like Hellboy's got a complicated universe. Right. But ultimately, what draws you back to that book is that character. Right. You know, yeah. not the universe. Hellboy's you a cool character. You want to follow those characters in this complicated universe. Cold late nights so long ago. Second part to his question is also if you could turn one old school TV you know, show. Right? Yeah, I'm fine. Just, <laughs> it, Jesus, God is this damn. the same same guy? Dirk Dangers, Drake Dangers. Oh, this is a new. One. Uh, if you could turn one old Dirk school Dangerous. TV show into a comic, what would it be? By old school, I suppose I mean '90s or earlier. What? I would probably <laughs> I would probably pick MacGyver because he is a badass and can do anything. Runner up would be the Brady Bunch because Alice is the shits. Take care, Miguel. The shit. So his real name is Miguel. With a Z. And he goes by Drake Dangers on the um, old farm. TV show. Gilgan Island. Like... Gilligan's Island, man. That'd be awesome. I'd just make There's it super. I'd make book? it super violent. Super Frank Miller. Frank Miller presents <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Everybody's gangbanging the two girls. <laughs> yeah. What would really happen on that fucking island? I'm uh... Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Um, no, well, I don't know. A bunch of ninjas. Master Mork Ninja. And, Mork and Mindy probably would make The Master. I'm going to do The Master. <laughs> the Master. With Shokazugi. Kung Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> or The A-Team. Well, The A-Team had a comic Hillbilly? book, so that doesn't Beverly Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. That's would what I was going to say. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Uh, oh, what Ooh, are the Green Hornet. Oh, Auto Man. What well, was it? Manimal. Cow. Manimal. Manimal and Auto Man. Misfits of Science. Manimal and Auto Man. 
Uh, yeah, That's I don't about know. it. Star Wars. The entire, <laughs> the entire <laughs> 1986 show. Friday Night lineup Star. on NBC. I would take that cartoon that was um, the Fonz traveling through time. <laughs> oh yeah. What was the name of that girl? The time traveling girl. What was her name? I have, I think I get crank on the phone. He knows. He's probably got. A what about like Mash? No. What? You don't like Mash? <laughs> Not like the you know the dramatic ones, the funny ones. <laughs> oh, before, they, before Alan Alda made it like super serious. Yeah, yeah, just the we funny gotta, ones. The good we got to make sure we got to end the Korean War. <laughs> got to make sure. You know, Rick Veach does mash. He kind of is now, I guess. Isn't he doing that now? Yeah, Army. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't no. think of any other good TV shows. So Manimal, right? Manimal. Manimal's the Manimal. consensus. All right, uh, next email is from Alec Berry. said, uh, Tom Salen Company, I hold a strong, passionate love for my next-door neighbor, but she seems to ignore my existence. What should I do? Okay, ignore that question. Try this one. I, <laughs> I hate to get serious, but it is clear that DC has hit... Uh, I really want to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, well, go back to that one. Uh, he has Stop a strong, passionate <laughs> love for his next-door neighbor. Is she married? Are you married? Uh, are you a man? There's you, a wide is, array of spy equipment you can purchase <laughs> online. You can lead a very rich and fulfilling <laughs> fantasy life on such things as The Sims. Yes. The Sims 2. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft, I hear, is quite yeah. immersive. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, he says, It is clear that DC has hit a hindering effect in their prosperity when it comes to control of the industry. That sentence made no sense. I, I guess, hinder, what's a hindering effect? I guess he's saying their market share is down. Yeah, I, I think that's what is he saying. Okay. Everybody's uh, market share is yeah. down, by the way. Well, I guess just in comparison to Marvel. I, yeah, I think, but it has been for the past yeah. how many years. Uh, in each of your opinions, what is one large factor that you believe DC should implement in order to reverse the struggle they face? Mike, I am sorry for this. If this question upsets you at all, really? Is that saying yes. talking to me? You I didn't still? Know I'd be here. I don't know. You're, you're, always, st- here. you're always here. You still kick ass, sir. Thanks, Alec Berry. I don't care what they do. Um, I, guess. I don't know. Animal <laughs> I just what read could comics. They, what yeah, could they these have? kind of questions are kind of why I don't listen to podcasts anymore. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If I knew, I guess I'd start a comic book company and make tons yeah. of money. I don't know what you do. Yeah, I've talked about. I've talked. Have I talked about on the show Sean McKeever's uh, oh, master yes. plan? Simulator oh, yeah, simulate. Yeah, your comic company. Yeah. you you can never not go out of business. And he didn't do it on purpose. It's not like a joke. It's just you cannot win this game. I think. Um, I think no matter what DC does, it it won't. They're not going to necessarily ever take over Marvel's market share because they're not. It's just the characters. It has the nothing to do with good books or bad accessible. books. It never has yeah. been, and it won't be because they're just still building on it. And yeah. Unless they just destroyed everything and started from the ground up, then they'd be on equal footing. But they have Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and those characters are awesome. And the people that enjoy those characters will always love that stuff. Yeah. But it's not conducive to trying to outsell a company with. X-Men and people that will yeah. buy X-Men no matter if it's good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, my, it has nothing to do with what they... It has less to do with what they do and what just people read. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, I'd say don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't... Read, they're not whatever. going anywhere. They're <laughs> yeah. Time Warner. They're probably going to last a lot longer than Marvel does. <laughs> yeah. 
Just, yeah, I, I it doesn't know. matter. Whatever. Look at our. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I just read whatever. I, I mean, read here's the stuff anyone books. puts out. I don't exactly. I mean, here. Okay, one one not one factor that they could do to change anything, but one I, one thing to keep in mind is that that market share that you see in you know online and newsarama whenever it comes out and who's got greater market share is based it, it isn't based on comic book sales as we've talked over and over again comic books we no one knows what anybody's selling other than the companies themselves which is crazy which is insane <laughs> yeah. uh so to try and like compete with someone on a fake number i mean we don't know dc could be outselling the crap out of Marvel in bookstores on graphic novels and hardcovers. They are. I they, bet you with Watchmen right now. Yeah, well, exactly. Are. Exactly. I guarantee you they are. But, so, but that has no effect on market share and what the, right. you know, the press releases come out with. It, it, so it doesn't Whatever. even, it doesn't matter. It, it means nothing. So. Read whatever you Not like. to be, yeah, not, yeah. To, not, to, not to rip on your email. And I'm gonna, for the no, email. I'll rip yeah. on it a little bit. What did he want us to tell us? Well, like, no, it's just a lot of people are confused. I mean, I a lot of people on these, but it's the re- it is the reason why I don't go to message boards anymore because that's the only kind of threads you Everyone's see. Everyone's a days. tiny CEO. Yes, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Internet CEOs. Yeah, I, I, I know I, how to run a successful business. Yeah. I don't know. They're all very concerned, and it's all out of their their crazy love for comics, I have, which I can appreciate. But I absolutely have all the answers. I'm just not going to yeah, give them away for it. free. Yeah. DC pay. wants to hire me. Yeah, I'll exactly. be more than happy to. Consultant, and then you can start a comic company that will fail in five years. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, all right. Thank you, emailer. Who was that? Uh, that was Alec Berry. Thanks for the email, Alec. Um, Sorry, we didn't want to give you an, an answer. <laughs> we didn't want to play your game. <laughs> this is from James Adam. Uh, he says uh, he has a bunch of questions. His first one: Cable. Uh, what are your no. th- What are your thoughts on? <laughs> <Yes>. mar- <laughs> What Point are your th- counterpoint? <laughs> Cable, no, yes. Tom, you ignorant slut. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Marvel having the Messiah baby grow up so rapidly? Is it too soap opera? Soap opera kids are often born with and then grow to adults in about two weeks' time. My mom watched a lot of Young and the Restless when I was growing up. Victor Newman is almost a second father to me. Well, I would say that if um, you are watching a baby grow up too fast but is being held by a man with a mechanical arm... <laughs> You might want to let that go. Call somebody. Yeah, I, I was half- just <laughs> thinking about that the other day. That was another. That was another uh, little uh, persnickety thing that uh, goes along with the whole um, uh, concern about the economics of comic books and stuff. People seem to fixate on that, and I was wondering about why people will wonder about stuff like that, and they'll, they'll really just get hung up on stuff like hair color or the length of Jean Grey skirt when there's other things like giant winged men. <laughs> yeah. That skirt's too small. It's I, like, yeah. Jean Grey would never wear that. Well, okay, well, she's talking well, to a dude I'm with no face. <laughs> I'm not reading Cable, so I don't know how fast this Messiah kid's going, but, I mean, whatever. They'll have an ex. I, 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 Johns will eventually go write cable and explain <laughs> and fix it. In vain, like, this I, is what uh, I have no idea. I, I have not reading it either, so I didn't know that he was growing up so fast. And so I think it's a her. Her? It's a her. Oh, it's a her. It's a her. It's baby Jean baby. or something. The female baby. Oh, yeah. Baby Jean. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I, never I don't have an answer. You don't know, man. Drop it. Drop the book. Drop. Yeah, drop just it. stop reading it. Stop reading it. Stop reading all comics. 
Uh, his second one is... Uh, Walk I, away. Read more DC. <laughs> this is Alec Berry's question. Why are comics always labeled with a date that is two months in advance? Comics released this, this week. I know answer. Uh, are they still? I think oh, yeah. someone mentioned that it was uh, like a best before date. No. While yes, listening they to go bad after it's while <laughs> listening crumbled in my hand. <laughs> while listening to episode two hundred nine, Chris Sal- Chris Sal- and Don were talking about when store owners used to get credit for sending back the covers of unsold issues. Does this future date directly tie into that? And if so, why is it still no. printed on there? Go ahead, Tommy. I, Isn't I, that I, magazines where you it, magazines do that too? Or it's because they're returnable. Yeah, I, mean, I think okay. comics just never got. Well, I don't know if the date. I, I used to know the exact answer for this. It, it it was something to do with the publishing schedule, and it was from way back when it's comics a were first. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a new stand, but was... and they just never stopped doing. It. There's no practical reason for those dates to be there now. It, they yeah, just, it was it, it was an indicator of when to take when to replace replace. Them. Was was that what it was? See, yeah, I, I actually thought there was the some. I, th- I thought there was some other reason because the your but that's probably that makes when sense. People are yeah. buying stuff. You don't want it. To you don't want to put the month. You want to put it the month that you would take it off, so it always seems newer. Right. You put it the month that they put it on there, and you said, "Oh, it's now January, and it's labeled November." You wouldn't sell as much because people don't want to buy magazines, right? Right. Or things that, that are, are old. Yeah. That are old. But yeah, there, but there's no practical reason no, for it today. Get, there's no, no reason no, to number no. them. No. No. Uh, not number these comics anymore. <laughs> we are very uh, anti company <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Uh, is yes. it true that Tom Caters actually eats old issues of comics to help in yes. the retention of their stories? Yep. Oh, yeah. no. I smoke them. You like smoke them? <laughs> snort it. And if, and if told the... me a spell. <laughs> and if this is true, what does he recommend as a condiment? Uh, it's fancy mustard. Fancy mustard? Fancy On everything fancies. across the board? Whatever. Does <laughs> what work I would do up. is I would... Grey Poupon? I make, a, I make a broth out of old <laughs> comics. <laughs> And, and I just sleep. make like a soup, or I'll just. I'll and sleep. then you pour it into your your uh, <laughs> sensory in, deprivation yeah, chamber. I'll climb into it, and I'll just sort of soak. <laughs> I'll just soak in there. You and, sleep um, every night, man. I yeah. And, Take some peyote, and well, I wrote I wrote um, Batman R.I.P. ten years ago, <laughs> and it's now just now that Grant Morrison's catching up to what I thought should happen with that. Uh, serious, it's serious, all from the collective conscious. Seriously, if you want to remember stuff. Um, you just have to do is you just have to smoke it. Uh, his, I forget that issue. Yeah, smoke it. His last question is, I keep hearing about EC Comics and how many wish they were still around. Is there a way for a newer fan like myself to appreciate these old comics? Are they no. collected? No, no. Yes. Make yourself appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, just buy, buy, go buy them and Is there them. a way I can appreciate this? <laughs> Uh, so like two. Yeah, yeah, you guys are dicks. You asked for these questions, and now I'm like, Jesus. Move on. I'm really sorry. Uh, it's the wording. I think the it wording is. It's is, just the wording. Gem, Gemstone Publishing has recently started. Recently, last year, I think they started, or the year before, late the year before, they started republishing all the EC yeah. comics in hardcovers. You can get them. Uh, there's like three of each volume, Twisted Tales. And you're weird a huge science. fan of that stuff. Right? Yeah, I absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, great I think, stuff. I think it's funny because obviously what he means is there's is there's some way I can buy these yes. and read them. But the way it's worded makes it sound like he bought them and just opened them. <laughs> is there a way, way I can like this? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how to I like can this. To enjoy this. Uh, I don't know. If, <laughs> I can't answer that yeah. question. That was infinitely is. more entertaining yeah. question. <laughs> Maybe he meant it. Maybe he did mean it. Oh, is there some way I can enjoy this? Well, and then it's what well, is we the, gave them both answers. Yeah, what yeah. is the easiest way to achieve this goal? Is this the second part of his smoke? 
<laughs> Smoke it. Eat it. Uh, that's the easiest way is the, is the hard covers. But uh, they're not exactly cheap. But they're yeah. beautifully recolored by... Um, uh, really? Computers. Yeah. Uh, Marie Severn is <laughs> in recoloring. Um, and, yeah, they're they're phenomenal. I mean, if you like that stuff, that there's... I mean, some of the greatest uh, comic artists ever worked on, some, you know, some of that stuff, and there's great, great, great stuff in there. They're they're very dialogue heavy. Yeah, uh, that's how you can appreciate it. But that's how you can do it. Smoke them. Smoke them. That's the sort of thing you like. They <laughs> right. like that sort of thing. Uh, Smoke comics every day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That was from Leon the Professional, aka. No, he's Canadian. Uh, I appreciate something else different up there. All right, our next email is from uh, Braxton. Braxton oh. Harrison. Said Tom Salen Norton, I guess big fuck you to Hank, <laughs> uh, in the social hierarchy, hierarchy of public restrooms, why do the pissers seem like cooler people than the crappers? The crappers always seem to play the part of the clown. Speaking of smoking comics. This is likely a worldwide injustice. I that's because I, uh, I think Braxton's no one... hanging out at too many rest stops. <laughs> I think most of the time, no, because I, wait, is this in restaurants uh, or uh, what did he say? Restrooms. Rest, just public restrooms. Re- public restrooms. Because I think most people would choose not to crap in a public restroom. Yeah. So it's those like are, they're, people are desperate. They, yeah, and they're, they're desperate. Yes, they're very desperate. <laughs> I'll piss anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Wherever. All right. Thank you, Braxton. Uh, is there any way I can appreciate this? <laughs> Rich, Richard Field says. Hiya, lads. Long-time listener, first-time caller slash emailer. I love it when you invite emails from us listeners as I enjoy the very conversation. I'm not sure if everyone will enjoy it after this. <laughs> really top- everyone I'm sorry. Questions. And topics they often produce, but I can never really think of any questions that I'd like answering. However, I've popped on my thinking cap and, and got some questions for the lot of you. Let's crack on. Tom. You must be British. Crack on. Fantasy comic publisher time. If you had control of DC, what would you do? Which characters would see which titles? How are you going to fix DC, Which Tom? creators? <laughs> you know, People want to know, Tom. It. People want to know. I, How would you... I would immediately give it to somebody else. Because I'm actually... My fantasy comic book life is pretty much what I'm doing now, is buying <laughs> stuff that I enjoy. Well, all, right, all right, let's, simpl- let's simplify the question. If <laughs> okay. you, uh, You're a huge Flash fan. Yeah. Uh, if you could have one writer, one artist work on Flash, uh, and not Jeff Johns, can't be Jeff okay. Johns. Someone else, other than Johns, were a pairing work on Flash for the next ten years. I'd like, um, I'd kind of like someone like um, Fraction or Remender, who are kind of got crazy science ideas. That'd be cool to write a Flash book Interesting, because the Flash yeah. has a, a sort of an origin of from very heavy science fiction right. origin. So it would be interesting to see someone like that write it. As far as art, I'd love to see Carl Kersel, you know, draw the Flash. All the that would be amazing. Yeah. Right. So a little easier Good answer. call. You yeah. fix DC. Yeah, you fix DC. Uh, this one is for uh, both of us, I guess, or all of us. With recent DC issues, it appears that a soft reboot is taking place, explaining away certain characters' convoluted God, histories. Christ. Toy Man, Supergirl, Batman issue 682. Which other characters would you like to see sorted before some decent stories can be written? Uh, That's a loaded question. I, uh... Which people do you want to see? Fixed? I don't... Here's the thing, though, with this whole fixing and rebooting thing is that um, it's so built up. It's, It's so... People have this idea in their heads that, like, 
every story that's taking place in the last 40 years somehow is intricately important to every story that happens afterwards. But right. really, you know what? You could pick up the first issue of a Supergirl story and mm-hmm. it's not a, nothing's going to happen in it that's so fucking insane that the, like, <laughs> you could never read another one. There's not going to be no. some quiz before you can get to page two. <laughs> it's like people build up this whole thing about like continuity, what people consider important to characters from their history you know what's important? Maybe 1% of all the things that have ever happened to that character. You know? Right. No one cares about the Flash and it's generally the... named Frank Curtis in the 70s. That's part of the history, but you most writers ignore most of it because you have to to write a story. You can't... It's, it's basically the important... Most of the time, the important thing in a, in a character's history is their origin. Yeah. And beyond that, the rest of it are just stories. It doesn't... I mean... I've never been one for continuity. It, it doesn't matter to me very much because I don't have the memory. Yeah. I, I can't remember yeah, what in happened. Fact, in fact, when people do pull stuff like, uh, like let's say uh, Jeff Johns wrote a story where they were you today and it's a Flash story and this Frank guy shows up and he's like, hey, Frank, hey, that. And you would go, well, that's kind of cool. They brought him back for that. Really has no bearing on anything. It has nothing else. to do with the So script. it's really just there for Tom Caters for to me. go, hey, hey that's, that's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has no like, just... weight or. I mean, I, I but want. It's funny because people would get pissed about that. Yes, and they'd be like, they do. why is this guy. It isn't anything. It's just I, I like a certain amount of uh, continuity in, in, in the regards of I want consistency throughout like a story. Yes. But not that, you 40 know, years that, of story. Yeah, yeah, that is how a bad story gets. Like, the bad stories are the ones that forget how this character acted two issues ago. Yes. Those are the bad stories. Yeah. Or I, I just want some sort of, you know, consistency in developing a character regardless of... I mean, I, I'm never going to sit there and go, well, that character just wouldn't act that way. Unless it's something that is completely against just sort of the core of a character. Batman I mean, strangles a hooker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you know what I mean? Like something yeah. like completely ridiculous... Uh, you know, it's just like better have an explanation. I, as long as it works in the, did it. I don't know. I haven't read it. <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> you know, as long as it w- makes sense in the yeah. story that that writer's writing at that time, I can't. I can't go back. If I was you, like you have a pretty incredible memory yeah. for stuff because you read. But a I don't lot really of, care about. But you don't care. But if I had your memory, I'd probably drive myself insane. Well, the thing. But the thing. Whenever, I don't have. I don't have that. Every time a new writer takes over a book, it's a soft reboot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every, time. Much, absolutely. Much, yeah. every time. Every huh. time. Every time a new writer takes on a book, they're not, unless it's some weird, unless it's like the rare case of like when Brubaker took over for Bendis and it was handed off. Right. Made start, In, yeah. Most of the time when a new person takes over a book. They're putting their own stamp on something. Their own yeah, stamp I mean, on. It's going to be different. It's gonna and be without version. doing that, you could not continue writing about these characters. You can't, the there's no way that you can just. So what was the original question before we got angry? Um, what character would you like to see sorted out and so good stories could be told about them? But I don't think anything's holding back any of these characters. Yeah, yeah. Stories to about. You can uh, tell. The only character I would say I, I wouldn't mind, and I thought maybe that Gail Simone was going to be able to do it with Wonder Woman, but I don't think she necessarily has. I thought I thought I think Wonder Woman is still such a sort of like tomorrow, <clears throat> but like next month. Someone could come up with an awesome Wonder Woman. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it doesn't. I, I, for me, yeah. I think more of just like establishing her yeah. as a more important character in DC. For whatever reason, I just don't think she she yeah. is as much as she's part of like the Trinity that they keep talking about. She's sort of 
for whatever reason, she hasn't been established as well as Batman and Superman. I'd like to kind of see that, but That's true. otherwise, I can't complain. I mean, my favorite character that was completely fucked up was Green Lantern, and John's fixed all that. Yeah, I'm as happy as a pig in shit. I can't, you know, couldn't get any better. You know, yeah. I mean, anything that I could have complained about with that character, he's fixed. Yeah. Um, but it's all personal too. It's like what you know. I mean, I, I think it's all. Just, yeah, all the stuff I'd like to fix is at Marvel. Is it? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the next time. It's like a. It's like a roulette game, though. It's like if you like a character, you know. I really like the Flash. I haven't really liked the last couple writers on the Flash, but right. I'll just wait until someone gets on the Flash that I like. It'll happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, eventually. Yeah. You like Guggenheim, right? Yeah, it was good. Well balanced, man. That's yeah, it. it'll it'll come back around. It'll be okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you, it's, know what? you can't. It's weirder to think that you could read one character for twenty five years and think you're gonna love every story. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's impossible. That's the There's no way. Crazy part. That's not. It's not crazy disliking some of it. Of course, you're gonna dislike. Yeah. it. you're an adult now. How many? What do you like now that you liked when you were thirteen? Is much and the same. How many truth? <laughs> yeah, like How many funny. sequels to movies are horseshit? <laughs> yeah, That's just the second story, happens, let alone you know, you know four hundred. Like, I love the Flash. I don't love every Flash. God, God knows I don't love every single Flash issue. <laughs> He's got more questions here. Um, what comics-related websites do you check out? Uh, I normally check cast. Newsarama, CBR, but wondered if you had any other picks. Um, I go to Newsarama. I like CBR, actually. No, I mean, I go to both. CBR and Newsarama, that's but, all I do. Uh, there's a site I like a lot called the Geeks of Doom yeah. um, that do more than comics. They do uh, uh, movies and other stuff, very comic-heavy stuff, and... I really like their writing. It's a group of people that that all contribute to it, and there's I'll, uh, I'll there's good I stuff on there. Oh yeah, I've boy. been doing that. I stopped <clears throat> because I realized that their feedback is basically a message board, and I have a message board embargo going. On. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else? I still go there. Um, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, uh, yeah not a whole lot. I it's always, all kind of the same news. Um, I always check my Jeff Johns fan club website. Oh. Uh, this question is for Chris, but he's not here, so we'll answer it. Or at least I'll answer it. Uh, what does Vince be really like? I think he's brilliant. <laughs> uh, saying that to piss you off, Jordan? Vince no, is... I like Vince B. Oh, I, I love think he's Vince, yeah. awesome. Vince is... I think he's crazy as Looney Tunes. You enjoy him. But I, I no, I like the guy. I, I think it's great that he likes the stuff he does. I don't like a lot of the stuff that he likes, but I do like some of the stuff that he likes. I mean, that's just going to happen. And uh, it's just fun to listen to somebody that just totally <laughs> is on. Throws it all in, man. My, <laughs> he my doesn't buddy hold... Marshall is the same way, and I call him crazy all the time. But I know, would say Vince, uh, knowing Vince, uh, I mean, I've hung out with Vince and, and know him. He's exactly 
what he's like on on the show, yeah. except a lot um, quieter in person. He he's, is. He's, he's what, much. Actually, I, I brought <clears throat> that up to him and David because I was I I ran into them. Um, well, I ran into Vince at a, the Wizard World show, and I didn't really even talk to him. And I, yeah, I talked he, to him after the show. I was like, you know, we need to hang out instead of this just hey kind of thing. <laughs> and it wasn't even really hey. I don't even think I introduced myself. Like, well, he, he's uh, a lot uh, quieter and just sort of shy in yeah. person. But he's as far like as his four per- feet tall, that's the weird. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, he's like, pocket size. But he, uh, Hello. but no, he's awesome. Vince is Vince is awesome. I, I love Vince and. Uh, He's a great guy, and and he. But what you hear is completely. He's not putting anything on. I mean, that's him. That's that's him, one hundred percent. But uh, get to the next email. That uh, angry. Uh, this one is for me. Um, Sal, Anger. I love how you get obsessed with certain subjects, and you have to read up on them until you fully understand them. What's your latest obsession outside of patriotic nunchucks? Um, uh, I'm read. Uh, kind of American history right now is my. Uh, latest Pretty obsession. Pretty broad subject. Yeah, but I'm starting to, I'm, I, well, I'm reading You're a book. starting at the uh, beginning? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> really? I have like, I have like three crap. books right now that I'm reading on the American history and they all start like before, uh, well, the one starts Which beginning before, are you starting from? Well, yeah, that's just, the, the one starts at sort of uh, frontier land. The other one starts at like pre-Columbia and then the third one starts at like uh, Cro-Magnon. But yeah, it's very strange. And, so you're um, not really starting at the beginning. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. But the one that I'm reading that I really like, I, I, I can't think of the author's name off the top of my head. But it, the, the name of the book is a people, a people's history. God. No, it's a piece, people's history of the United States. Oh, uh, it's by something with a Z. His last name's with a Z. Zim, I yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it's know. really, it's really good. It's it's more uh, Christina Z. It's almost, <laughs> it's more almost stories. Uh, it's like telling you history through just average eyes almost. Yeah. Just from the perspective of regular people, not historians or government or Yeah. But it's really it's really really good. So that's you know, sort of my the latest. The only history book I read is the Bible. <laughs> okay. Uh that that's was from Rio so with you. Rio exactly. de Fideldo. Fideldo? Rio de, de Fideldo? Fideldo Fideldo. <laughs> <laughs> that was I didn't mean to say it that way. All right, our last email How is from. Is uh, uh, Sorry, we're so. Angry. I don't. I don't know. I don't Mine. think this. I'm not I, don't, I don't know what happened. I don't. I don't know why I you know guys why. are fucking angry, bastards. Angry. <clears throat> this is from uh, Comic Book Hero. Uh, I feel like he won't ask us Comic a question. Book. I know I'm emailing at the last minute, <laughs> but I haven't had a chance uh, before, so now here goes. Uh, if you are still looking for stuff to talk about. I would like to hear what you guys think of comics based on licensed properties. Over the last <laughs> over the last year and a half, I have noticed that comics based on TV shows and movies have improved immensely. Look at IDW's Galaxy Quest series. Who knew a comic about an almost ten year old cult movie would be any good? I know I was surprised. Hopefully, this would be an interesting topic to talk about. Thanks, Mike. Um, I I've never really been a a, a licensed property yeah, guy. I've never. I've always had of the been on the mindset if I want to read about a license, you know, if I want entertainment about a 
something that's already a movie, I'll just watch the movie. I've been intrigued by the Star Wars books, though, because I hear people talk I, about I've, how good they are. I have been, too. And, and part of me wants to draw one before I die. Oh. You know, I just like, I really like Star Wars. But maybe that's just because George, George Lucas has lowered her expectations for, yeah, <laughs> for like, Star Wars. Like, yeah, obviously, anybody is. can do one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, Oh man! Don't give me the galaxy. Got me started on George Lucas the other day. It just made me mad all day. I <laughs> well, let's not get mad. About him. I was just so mad. I because they had the original. They had the original movies on Spike, and yeah, I was just I was sitting watching. there. I was just like, God damn that bastard <laughs> lied to everybody. There's no more parts before this. You you lied. You made a documentary and boldface lied about how you planned this shit out. You liar. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm not a big fan any, of any license. I, I kind of wanted to read the Ghostbusters one because I was. Um, That's not really a. Because Dan Aykroyd is right. batshit crazy, but he I don't think crazy. anything to do with it. I mean, I used to. I mean, I used to do licensed properties. I'm not a big fan of them. I, I liked Joe because GI Joe. I, but I was a fan when I was a kid, and it's just right. like, oh, there's that nostalgia thing. Working on licensed property sucks. Yeah. I don't like it. The constraints of it? or yes. It de- really depends on who the licensor is, but I mean, some like of G. them I are Joe- whack jobs. Yeah. They're, all run by the li- they're all run by the legal departments rather than the creative teams. So they just pretty much weed everything that's good. Can't do that. Can't do that. Out. Can't do that. Yeah. I just, and, and, and because of that, a lot of your movies and your, and your comic books are pretty bland because yeah. of that. So I... Usually, if I see something that's based on a video game or based on a movie or TV show, it's kind of like a telltale sign that this is going to suck. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, well, movies based on video games. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. They always suck. What? Um, I think you should draw, you should do a Chewbacca miniseries. (laughs) Draw a Chewbacca miniseries. Chewbacca is very hard to draw. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like cool, attempts. Um, I've been. A, I want to read that Fringe that came out, that Fringe book. That, but it's only been one issue, I think. Yeah. Fringe, because I really like the TV show, but I haven't read it. Um, I read that GI Joe issue zero that came out, or whatever, from IDW. I thought that was pretty good, but I'm just not big on license. There's like five right there that I'm looking in that yeah, one little Mirror's section. Edge, yeah. Fringe, X Files, World of Warcraft. Holy good. You know, well, that was uh, Gears of War. Yeah. The That's a most really selling, high-selling comic. Yeah, yeah. it was like the, the, most, the highest-selling book of the year. It's like half a million a copies or something. Of the decade. Crazy. Yeah, it won't be after. I played one. the first one. I thought it kind of sucked. I never finished it. I didn't really never care finish for it. it. Never oh, finished second the final one's... stage. I don't so think good. I have the reflexes for that game or something. No, you don't. Oh, I really like it. I do. Now. You need the supple young hands of a... Sixteen-year-old loser that sits boy. in his. That's right. <laughs> Hank, don't make me smack you before you're eighteen. I don't oh, want to go to jail. Oh, do it. Oh, I'll let the countdown. Been trying to do that for a while now. All right, countdown that's all. That's all of our emails. <laughs> um, did we answer his question? No. Well, I think we did. We okay. kind of. We only we answered in the only way we could. Okay. I haven't negative. read Galaxy Quest. Negative, yeah. In a <laughs> the negative only way, way we could. It sucks. But well, I will say one thing that that I did read a couple of. I think they were from IDW or something. There was like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and uh, a couple other ones that were based on like horror movies that were actually pretty good. Leatherface. There was there was a couple of those that I read that I think you actually gave me the trades. I probably. Did. I think you gave me the trades on a couple of them, and they were actually. Pretty Those decent. are a wild storm, then. 
Okay. Yes, yes, yes. There was a... Uh, Crank likes the Supernatural comic. Yeah? I think. I think he said that. I might well, that seems wrong. like it would lend itself but to But he likes that show a lot. Yeah. Like, more than most people I bought people the first too much. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> loves like a suspicious it. Like he's really attached himself to that show. <laughs> he's uh, really hitched his wagon to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that rocket. Um... Anything else we want to talk about? We want to talk about some comic books now? Or? I just mentioned uh, I like go comics. buy Amazing Spider-Man. I want to talk about one book that I read this Mar- week. That... Marco Smart and Mark Wade, give me more. <laughs> I want to talk about a book that came out that I was pleasantly supply- surprised. Supplied? Supplied. I was supplied with. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised by um, it, X, for, X in Furnace, Let number one, uh, by C.B. Sabalski and Let some Italian dude did the art. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, enjoyed it. Does not look like something I'd be interested. I I went into it thinking I was going to hate it and really liked it. Um, and what I liked about it so much, well, the art was really good. I I thought the art was fantastic, but the story was really fun and like uh, it felt like an like I was reading the X Men from you know when I was younger and really liked the X Men. Uh, they were they were just. Entertaining characters. Um, the story basically is Ilana Rasputin is, is in hell, um, and Peter, uh, her brother, wants to know what the X Men are going to do about it and how to wolf? get her out of it. How long has she been in hell? Well, she's she was in it for a long time, and then like she got out of it in as Young X Men. People will do in and then, comic book universes, or, or they went down. He thought she was dead. I think is what it was. That's how you get to hell, isn't it? Well, yeah, but she wasn't. Then he found out she was in. Why are you making this so hard on me, Mike? <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn it. You and your continuity. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I just I thought she'd been there already. I, I think she was, but I think he thought she was dead and not, you know, she existing. Limbo? What about limbo? Limbo. Whatever. Whatever. But uh, she's, But now this he knows, and so he's pissed off. And he wants to go down there uh, because he thinks, you know, she's having this horrible ex- existence in hell. In the meantime, she's pretty much ruling hell and <laughs> kicking like, everyone's I'm ass. running this place. Yeah, kind of. Um, and her her soul has been uh, stolen or broken or something from Velasco, which I always think is a funny name for a demon. I think that is Tabasco, a Velasco. Velasco, and he only has one arm. <laughs> but um, so uh, so there's sort of two stories going on. One is uh, is the X Men trying to figure out what they're going to do about getting her back, and then her she's trying to find her soul sword and some other ruined thing. I don't know. Uh, so that she, because she thinks if she can get those, she can get her soul back and get get out of hell. Give me back um, my But soul. it was just, it was just well written. Uh, the one, one of the things that I enjoyed about it so much was that when I was reading it, I didn't, I didn't ever get a hint of C.B. Sabalski was writing was writing this. It was just a writer. He, he these were characters. Each character had its own voice. Each How character would you have been able to tell if it was. Well, I think what what. I, too many times when I'm reading a book, I hear the writer's voice and not yeah. individual characters' voices. Yeah, in this one, the characters all had their own voices, hmm. and they were unique and different. And they were characters that I recognized. Um, they, you know, they just, like I said, they felt like characters that I had that I grew up reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and at least they were different. They didn't they didn't all sort of seem to have the same way of talking and. Uh, and it was just there were some some funny moments in it, some ironic uh, moments in it, uh, and and some good action. And it was I, overall it was just good. Um, for for me, I haven't been a fan of really any X Men stuff in a long time. I haven't read any X Men, uh, and I was really really surprised at how much I enjoyed that book. So thank you, C. B. Savolsky, for writing an X Men book hey, Sim that is I in liked. It. Sim is in it. 
I remember Sim from when I used to read X-Men, the red demon that... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she that used to torture. She, she's now, or he, uh, he's now uh, Ilana's uh, sort of lackey. She has cloven feet. Yeah, she's become very demonish. <laughs> oh, the yeah. art was very cool in it. I, I don't the art know. Art is kind of neat. What's the artist's name there, Tom? Uh, uh, I'm just trying to blank into with the credits at the time. Oh, Giuseppe. I mean, oh, Coley. really? Yeah. That does not look like it. Did he just do some Hellblazer work? Is that the same guy? Uh, he has done some Hellblazer, I think. Well, he's awesome. He's done some. He's done other stuff for Marvel. I think he did. Did he do the Jack Murdoch miniseries? Oh, uh, no, that was uh, no, that was Kari. Kari Andrews. Did that? He did a or did he write it? I think no. Zeb Zeb Wells Zeb Wells wrote it. Did Giuseppe do it? Get it. Look look at it. Who did the art? Who did the art on that? Carmine D. Giandomenico. Different guy. Different guy. I'm sorry, I was Damn wrong. You. Well, he's, anyway, he's it was. It was I, I really, really liked it. So if you are like me and uh, fat over. Two Marvel. We picked the, two Marvel uh, books. Two Marvel. Wow, Spider-Man. really? Spider Man and, wow. and X Inferno. Yeah. That's... Amazing Spider Man was awesome. Marcos Martin should always <clears throat> draw Spider Man. Yes. He should only draw Spider Man. Nothing else. And someone he should, should never do anything else. He should not. He. He, well, I know we shouldn't even creators, eat. You that, shouldn't. That creators should really branch out and do their own stuff. In his case, I know. No. Just don't bother. You should buy me milkshake. On fire when yeah. you read it. Uh, Have you seen Fantasia? I was smoking. Did that count? No. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's. I think that's our episode. That's all we got. We read emails. That's our entire. Yeah, well, we talked about a little bit of a. Lucky we did We could rail on uh, show, but... Secret Invasion and Batman Carcophony if we wanted to. Quick one. <laughs> quick. Should we just quickly quickly rip on? I've read neither. No. Let's not. Let's not. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Batman Carcophony. Um, is just it's like Kevin Smith can't get out of his own way to uh, write something. Just when he writes like a scene that's actually funny or actually interesting, he will then sabotage it by ending it with a <laughs> anal rape joke. Or, <laughs> is that uh, is that exactly what I was looking for in that Batman story? Yeah. But, oh, you know this is going too good. You know what? I, a good dick joke would really. Uh, it's and it's so it's like a there's like a formula he's following. I yeah I I am a big Kevin Smith Smith fan. I I've liked all pretty much all of his movies. Yeah. I listen to his podcast. I think it's funny. Uh, I like his uh, little college tour things that he does. 
But yeah, that book was. I mean, I can imagine him sitting. He's written the whole script and he's lying in bed with his bifocals on, like looking. At, Wait, a, mm, I'm ten pages in and I haven't made a reference to <laughs> anal sex or penises yet. <laughs> I think I shall add one. Joker offers to have sex. <laughs> there, that's good. I, I was actually kind of surprised by that, by the fact that DC would like actually let that go out in a published book, considering how sort of protective they could uh, be about. You know, there's people that read it and were like, yeah, you know, it's like it's like whenever you see Kevin Smith at a convention and someone asks him like a pointed question, and his retort is something like, "Well, yeah, I did your mom last night." And everyone laughs like it was yeah. like an Oscar Wilde, like Oscar Wilde just came back from heaven and just. Gave you the wittiest retort, like on the face of the well, earth. and like what you said, you know, he's like he can't get out of his own ways. I think he's a he's a better writer than that. I think yeah. he is smarter he than that. Yeah, he doesn't have to do or, that shit. Yeah. He doesn't. He, you know, but whatever it is, what it is. He doesn't have to. Now can I? No, nah, I won't. I was going to rail on Secret Invasion, but there's I don't no mind point. There's no Kevin point. Smith. Kevin Smith doesn't need. <clears throat> he doesn't need you. He doesn't need any of us. No. He's rolling in money. All right, I guess that's uh. The That's it. Episode. Unless you guys, anything else? Any? Mike? No, Chris around. We're like, Hank, Hank did you say anything this entire episode? Why do I put a mic to? I was, oh, it was a joke. It was, oh, yeah, we were oh. kidding, Hank. We set up a microphone uh, for Hank, and what does he do? He's text messaging what you're, what do you call him? Your boo? Is that what kids call their significant <laughs> others? Now? Shorty. <laughs> your shorty. Is that what it is? I don't know. Sweet thing. <laughs> Oh, how, yeah. how, uh, uh, never mind. What? No, 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 no tell nothing. Me. Tell me. Doesn't matter. Ask me. All right. Uh, I do want to remind people that this episode is also sponsored by Devil May Cry. Devil, really? Devil May Cry, the yeah. anime series, complete series volumes one, two, and three available now on DVD. Right. Don't to- transmit all our hate that we had onto our sponsors. No, I was just, <laughs> no, I'm that's, selling that's pretty... the people. I was just oh. looking at you. All the hate we had in this episode, all that anger. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. mean any of it. To Dante, it's more than just <laughs> To Dante, it's more than just a game. Cursed by his half monstrous, half human nature, Dante must spend his life fighting the forces of darkness. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Demons. Hair. Big ones, sly ones, crafty ones, sexy ones. Everyone sexy knows demons. demons come in all shapes and sizes, and somebody's got to send them back to hell. And Dante's all the all too happy to do it, especially if there's money involved. Check out Action scene clips and trailers at www.funimation.com slash Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry available now on DVD. Uh, you can email us at info at around comics so we can make fun of your emails. Um, don't forget to, uh, <laughs> don't like forget to donate to... No, no, if you... <laughs> I would, have also, everybody I would have brought the exact same. I would have answered. The it's exact winter same time. Way. We're we're angry. It's we snow and cold. Questions. How would you fix DC? Well, you couldn't answer that, Tom. I I'm, I'm talking to Dan DiDio and Paul Levitz every day. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers is fucking going down the tubes. We are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety yeah. net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. And uh, as a reminder, we are raffling off a beautiful page of 52 artwork from Mike Norton. 
uh, inked by Jerry Ordway. If you've ever wondered, no, if you've ever wondered, or if, I'm sorry, not Trinity, not fifty-two. If you ever wondered what an Earth Two Quiznos looks like <laughs> on the inside, this is this is uh, what this page is. As well as a bunch of other stuff. So if you make a donation to Hero Initiative, uh, email us. Uh, email us at info at around That's Those are the Trinity <laughs> stories that I get, though, where they're sitting around in a quiz sandwich. Mike can handle this. Mike's the sandwich guy. It's right up Mike's alley. Tom Derenick's the fighting in space guy. Uh, <laughs> we got someone doing laundry. Getting Morton on that. <laughs> Thanks to everyone that's left uh, iTunes reviews. You can go to iTunes, leave us a review so that Chris feels good about us. He really likes those reviews. And uh, makes, he does. makes him get out of bed in the morning. We'll drop by our forum at aroundcomics.com. Join in on the silliness. I won't be there. Remi- a reminder, you can listen to Tom uh, weekdays. <laughs> you yeah. can listen to Tom yeah, at, like on his podcast, that. Tom vs. The Flash. Yep. Uh, you can listen to Chris on 11 O'Clock Comics. Uh, he's also uh, uh, does a ar- uh, article on com- uh, on iFanboy called Comic Shots. About drinking in comics. He's going to do a Jack Daniels recipe, by God. <laughs> Mike, um, you can hear on the Crankcast at crankcast.net or crankcast.com. Yeah. Uh, Hank is everywhere. Twitter. You can see him on Twitter. And I am uh, here. And I, I, I may where you want to be. I will... <laughs> I will eventually be on some other podcast. Um, the question is, how would you fix DC Comics, though? <sighs> That's what the podcast is, Sean. Oh, Every week he tells you how he's going to fix it. Sal versus DC. That's my <laughs> podcast. Here's how I would have written the books this week. Guaranteed. This is what you did wrong. <laughs> I'm just trying to make them better. I, you know, they just <laughs> listen to me. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Thanks to Mark at Dark Tower for hosting us as Yay, usual. Yay, me! Yay, Mark's yeah. new dog. Yay, Mike, new dog. Hank, Tom, myself, I'm sure Kyle. Everybody have a fantastic week. We'll be back again on Monday, there next Monday, is. with another new episode with uh, James Robinson, hopefully. I hope we're not this angry with James Robinson. I, I God, I hope. He knows Kung Fu, I hear. In the meantime... <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> Bruce Leroy. <laughs> James and Bruce Leroy it's have worked. Cotton customs. He's just like, I couldn't get in here. <laughs> nunchucks. It's legal to take nunchucks on a plane if you are traveling from a home to a tournament. <laughs> oh. But otherwise, it is not. Cobra Kai! We'll see you guys next week. Have a, have a good week. Yeah, goodbye. Bye. Sorry. Sorry. Bye. Sorry. Bye. Sorry.
views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2008.